Good. Okay, the link to the Maimon Kimmis was sent out again. If you're listening somewhere at large and you're not on our email list, please send an email to uh, info at Stream. Would that be a good uh, webmaster? What would be the better? They can go on the website, so there's a website. You can go on the website, okay. So you can go on the website, terrorstream.org, T-O-R-A-H-S-T-R-E-A-M.org, and there's a way to contact the webmaster, send you out a link. I just put some new Mamre Kemis, including tonight's, on. So uh, please uh, take a look. Before we get back to the question we raised from this Chachma uh, Begayim Time and Psychologist, the copy I have in front of you will maybe get to toward the end of the year. Just want to uh, repeat a shayla that somebody asked me on Pesach, which is Nagayat to keep it up aim. And uh, since Pesach is still fresh in our mind, I wanted to mention it for it was an interesting shayla. He wanted to know, based on the minig that we pour for each other to show the derecheris, so is it right to ask a parent to pour for a child? Good shayla. So, first, I'll remind you. The Machaber in Tafayan Bays by Dine Haseba by Abakasis. Machaber talks about Haseba. Do Haseba in front of somebody who's supposed to have great covet and murder for. There's a Shaila. Should do Haseba in front of a parent, in front of a Rebbe. So the Machaber says, Ben Eitzel Aviv Tzarech Haseba. This is Sif Hei. Tzarech Haseba meaning, as the Mishaburi explains, we assume that the parent is Meichel. Amesha says, never assume, except when you can. Here, the parent wants them to do the mitzvah of Aseba. We assume the parent is Meichel. Otherwise, it would have been a problem. So, Ben Eitzelaviv, Tzarech, Aseba, Hafilu Rabba Muvik, even if this father is your Rebbe Muvik. Talmud, Lifnei Rabbi, Enetzarech, Aseba, the Mishaburah says, Enetzarech doesn't mean you don't have to, it means you shouldn't. Hafilu, Ena Rabba Muvik. Then you have to officially ask, and the Rebbe has a choice whether to give Rishos or not. And then said, Tamba Chachamuf Lebederis, it didn't like a Rebbe. But you see from here that it's certainly a Shaila, and one can draw a contrast between Haseba and asking your parents to pour something. Asking your parents to pour something is you're using them as a Mashuris. So one could say over here the assumption is, him pouring, get somebody else to pour. So again, if they offer to do it, they're clearly meichel, that's fine. The question is the propriety or lack thereof of asking them. So what I told this person was that if you have a sibling next to you, no reason to ask your parent to pour for you, even though I'm sure they'd be happy to, if it's just the, a child with the parents and the child is pouring for the parent, the parent's pouring for the child. It happens to be the whole thing is not ma'akev, it's just one of the many nice things we do to show that they're a cheris, but the parent, if they know the minig, will offer, in which case they don't have to turn it down. If you feel that they'd be more than happy to, and it would be implied mechila, then if nobody else, probably nothing wrong with asking, because that is from the minhagi alayla. Again, if it's a choice in a parent, your friend, your sibling is next to you, why, why ask the parent to uh, do anything for you, even though they'd be more than happy to in this case? But as Amesha says... Uh, no reason to assume it, even though here it's a pretty posh assumption, but there's somebody else here. Why, why bother asking? Mechila also means that it's not perfect. I mean, you're asking Mechila for something. Mechila is never a perfect art. Uh, but by the Seder, I think it's more implied because they want to be involved in the mitzvah of life. The silly bad Seder, that's the case. It doesn't say 
I can't say it does anywhere, but I don't know if it says it by the Indian of pouring, because that's not a seb as a din. The pouring is a, it's a nice value added to show the, uh, the derecheres. So... What was, the, was there that... Like, like, was there that... Like, um, that, like, was there a time period where an action was done, now there's a debt, and now it's a mortal? You're getting too complicated. No. Yeah, asking them to service you is uh, is normally you're sitting at the table and your siblings sitting next to you and you say, Yossi, can you pour me a glass of oranges? Why not, sibling? Adraba, if it's uh, you're an older sibling, we're going to get to later on. All the brothers and sisters can leave the room before we get to that cheer. But, uh, there's a din of uh, honoring an older brother, Shaila, the oldest brother, all the older brothers. Or apply even possibly to an older sister. So there would be a nice thing. But even if it's not uh, between siblings, why not? But uh, ask your parents, Dafka to pour, even though they're more than happy. Other Rabbi, your mother would be thrilled if you're eating. Uh, so a good Jewish mother wants you to eat more, wants you to drink if it's not uh, bloated, uh, empty calories and the like. So and I think there is implied mechil over there, but why Dafka asked them to do an act of shayus? Uh, you have somebody else who could do it. That's my, that's my point. Okay, the question we raised, I was almost hesitant to uh, quote the article. I highlighted only certain parts that I don't actually uh, like the way everything was written, but the Chochmah Begayim Taimin will see that at least this fellow chopped a pretty basic Yisai, who's getting lost in society. I will mention that there are Makaris, let me shine them already, that Goyim have a chiv kibbutz of aim. So you're all going to ask, it's not one of the Zion mitzvahs. We spoke out on many occasions that there are many more than seven. And even if it's not even in the list of the 15, 20, if you add up different shittas and tadam and amarayim, but certainly a very seichotik thing and a big inyan. And uh, we will see already lahalacham when we discuss why we don't make a bracha on kibbutz of aim, this contrast. So it is important for society, crucial, that kibbutz of aim be kept up. For us, it's even more crucial because we have a, a Mitzvah to give over, but they also have a Mitzvah called Zion Mitzvah and being civil. So that's why this is a, an important topic for Gaim, and um, unfortunately in society at large, they're having even a bigger problem with it. That's why this article is important. Uh, so again, the question uh, that he asked his, uh, I guess there were two parents who were patients of his, clients of his, over the question. I recently asked a married couple of three kids, none of whom are yet teens, who are the most important people in your family. Like all good moms and dads in this brave new millennium, they answered, our kids. And then I asked them, what it is about your kids that gives them that status? And then they mumbled something that sounded emotional, but didn't make much sense. So I answered the question for them. There's no reasonable thing that gives your children that status. And he goes on to explain. This part of this is, is very basic, and it's, it's basic for the Sugi Kibbut Avayim, which again, that might be the Mechuyavin or just a very good idea. I wanted to point out that many, if not most, of the problems they're having with their kids, I guess that's why they went to this particular uh, therapist, typical stuff these days, the result of treating their children as if they, their marriage and their family exists because of the kids. Now, let me... Stop here for a moment so you don't get the wrong impression. Part of the aside of giving over the Messiah and the reason why we get married in the Mitzvah Puravu is for the sake of having children and raising them and producing more people for Kosh Baruch Hu's army, so to speak, and more uh, every Eved Hashem is a, is a victory. 
So you might say, well, this is completely wrong because we are doing this. The purpose of marriage is for the children and it is for giving over the Messiah and the Chinuch. So I don't expect him to know that. And that part, if he meant that it's not for them, that's, that's incorrect. The part I want to focus on is that the delicate balance is giving the Ava and giving the Chinuch uh, uh, and uh, the proper balance of the Ava and the Yira and having them grow up as uh, from well-adjusted children and young adults, the purpose of the primary purpose of the marriage, among other many good things, is to produce Deris Yasharim. So it is for them. But if we get that message across and put them on pedestal and make them feel like they're God's gift to humanity, which they are, by the way, but it's a question of... <laughs> Literally. Uh, it's a question of whether they should know that at a tender age and whether they should feel that they are uh, the center of the universe and the whole house revolves around them. That's the point he's tying on. There's a big difference between the two. And, and that's, I don't know if he meant all this uh, gainness and uh, I'm not saying any gainness, I'm saying what Chazal said. Whether he meant and he understood this chilik, I don't know, but if I read the article, I can't uh, have to, uh, you have to, we have to get the Terah Hashkafa across. And then, and then speak out the Chachmah, the guy in Taiman. The results of treating the children as of they, their marriage and the family exist because of the kids, when in fact the other way around. The kids exist because of them and their marriage and thrive because they created a stable family. And the children, first and foremost, in this sugya, which we're going to repeat a thousand times in the next few months, mm-hmm. is one of the big, you say this, of keeping up aims, Akar Satayf. The children have to know that everything they have is because of the parents and because of the hard work they're doing. And even if the parents aren't perfect, and even if they're far from perfect, and we get into that, and that part's going to be hopefully not misquoted either, uh, there's a basic kakaras of in the fact that they gave birth to you. That's the, uh, that itself would be mechaev. You don't have to be derish time at a crow. Keep it up in his as a kasev. But the rishayinim, the chinach, and others point out that kakaras of is a basic insight. And kakaras of in terms of midas, I guess after uh, Moshe's tshuva, after uh, gaiv and kaz, and it's all the same thing, by the way, if you don't show a karasa tev and learn a karasa tev and learn how to display it and show it to friends and spouses, even children and colleagues, and especially parents, you're not going to know how to have a relationship with the Kosh Baruch on a karasa tev. And those who don't have a karasa tev are so into their my own, own myopic view of life, they can't see past their uh, nose, past their daladamas. Those are the people who can't get along with others, their spouse, their children, their aunts and uncles, and their parents. And that's... Uh, that's the problem. And those people will, can't have a relationship with Kosh Baruch Hu, the Havdal either. Because it's always, what has the Kosh Baruch Hu done for me lately? Like today, like last minute. Ah, you got up in the morning? Yeah, everybody gets up in the morning. So that, that's uh, pretty important. That, that's one of the reasons this is in Aserah Sadibris. On the first side, together with Anachi Hashem and Lohiyah. Because if you, uh, if you don't understand that, uh, you don't understand that with humans, you don't practice on inanimate objects, then on humans, and then on the most important humans in your life, your parents... I'm going to say something that's jarring. I usually don't say such shocking things early in the sugya, but uh, this isn't my chiddush. What's the din? Rachman l'atzlan le'yoleinu. If uh, somebody is in a sakanas nafasha situation and you're watching it and there's um, only uh, two life jackets and there are four people who need it, two parents and two children, what's the din? There's no shayla here. What's the din? 
No? Well, you know why I'm asking. So obviously you know the din. What's the din, Rachman Lazlan? Din is it goes to the parents. You ask anybody in the street who's not learning Hilchas Kibbutz Aveim, huh? they would say, well, Ava is greater to the children. It goes to the children. Hashem didn't ask you who the greater Ava is to. The child is, what's the din? There's no chi of keyboard of children. You should be mechapit your children because they have to grow up normal. You have to show them ava and you have to give them self esteem. There's even no the, din of keyboard children. There's a din of keyboard term. Even if the kids are going to look like they're survive. That's a different child. Talking about where all things are equal. Now, that's pretty jarring for a lot of people, even though it's, I don't even think it's a machlekes. I don't even think it's a shayla. But just to, you know, we're starting the sugya now. I'm going to give you seven million rayas how important this thing is over the next couple of months. This is very powerful. Is that because the parents could still have more children? No. Only because because you have a chiyuv of aim. It's talking about your chiyuvim. Now, yes, Aaron's point is important. It, can you ever have a cheshbon? Never during the Holocaust, they had the Yishayelahs who can, was a greater chance of surviving. Like, then there's the other cheshbon. I'm talking about the pristine din. Yes, a lot of people I say, well, well how, you know, Leilainu is never going to be no gay. It's just to drive home the point. And his point over here would not be Mechavet any of this, is the first thing to have normal children grow up to be normal adults. They have to know the world doesn't revolve around them. And uh, he says that's, the pro- in therapy he's using this, that's why you're having so many problems because the kid has became such a balgaiva that uh, when they don't get their way, it's called being spoiled. Every kid is put spoiled to an extent and it's, it's a mumaiver and it's age appropriate, but that's uh, when you're, you're already talking about preteens and then teens, Shaila is how we help them for their own good, how we help them grow out of it. He continues, This issue is really the heart of the matter. People my age know it's the heart of the matter because when we were kids, now, I don't know how old this fellow is, but uh, time is running out and we could say that. I can't say this anymore. I'm too young. So he's older than me. But in the good old days, when we were kids, it was clear to us that our parents were the most important people in our family. And that right there is why we respected our parents, and that right there is why we looked up to them as adults in general. So, as I contrast last night in Europe, they, uh, I, I wasn't there. But my uh, parents and grandparents have told me that you, know, you would sit at a table and you really didn't speak until you were spoken to. And that was true of uh, Guyam also. That was true in America. That was true. In, uh, like, we can't even imagine. Like, uh, we'd be happy if uh, people weren't, uh, you know, raising their voice. Sometimes. So he said, well, that's a problem. That's going to affect the, the child growing into a functioning adult. Because if everything revolves around you from the get-go, then uh, that's just going to treat the gaiva and bring it to a new madrega. And as our Moshe has already told us, in Har Dhamma, <coughs> gaiva is the center of many of the problems. He continues, for lack of pedestals, we emancipated earlier, we children, emancipated earlier much more successfully than our children have since. That's a very well-written line. We think it. Put in more of a pattern. Again, you've got to find the... Even Kiel is a very, very fascinating Chaznish. The Chaznish... Chaznish is Nifter in the early 50s. So this is Mamash Chacham Adav Minavi. He was having a meeting with Mechanchim. And he encouraged them, this would apply to parents also, to give a little bit more Hakara and Hanifa, if you'll call it, from the Chanifas also, but this Chanifas Mutta, to your children, because in our generation, he's talking about the 19, early 50s, late 40s, uh, they needed a little bit more. So he noticed that one of the Machanchem was like smiling. Like he thought that was a Chiddush, but it's not a Chiddush to take away. It's Chaznish, nothing, nothing went by the Chaznish. 
So he said, you're smiling? He says, now I'm telling you to give it in spoonful. They're going to have to give it by the skid load in another generation. No chacham binavi. So as I said, certain things could be tweaked, but the problem is sometimes you bend, 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 bend the trees over here and then it has to like be recalibrated somewhere toward the middle. So the Chazanish was 100% right and it's true today to an extent. And we're already seeing, as this Geisha therapist is noticing, but we have noticed as well, that the pedestal is too high, then uh, they're not going to be able to ever listen to any authority, look up to authority, or uh, be able not to have their way. We have adults having temper tantrums, but they don't get their way. That, that, that's a lack of chinuch. And that's a lack of the highlighting, the keep it of aim. A lot of this sugya, when we're naming the sugya, so is it, it's hokas keep it of aim, but a lot of it will be the uh, other direction also, how much should you demand of the children, and that's going to be uh, the art of chinuch for our particular generation. The most important person in the army is a general, the most important person in a corporation is the CEO, the most important person in a classroom is the teacher. That's a chiddush to a lot of people, by the way. The most important person in a classroom is the teacher? I've heard kids say, no, no, that's just a hired hand, we're paying tuition. In big trouble if a kid thinks like that. They're not makir, what a teacher or a rebbe, can, can, a rebbe especially, but can, it can be overflow in the wrong direction. And the most important person in the family are the parents. The most important thing about children is the need to prepare them properly for responsible citizenship. Our child, the most important person in our family, is the first step toward raising a child who feels entitled. And we live in the age of entitlement, especially in certain political parties. Uh, that's a problem. It's creating a, creating a country of, uh, what are you giving me now? And that's, uh, that's an issue. You don't want that, unbeknownst to your child, he doesn't need that. And neither does America. We'll leave the America part out, but uh, either does Yiddishkeit. So, a lot of these points are very well written and uh, a good introduction to the sugya. Almost as jarring as the next piece in the Yaris Devash. This is the Yaris Devash you have in front of you. On the Marmachimus, if I put it in the scanner and it's in, if you're listening and you uh, can't find it, just scroll down. Who's the Yaris Yaris Devash, Rabbi Ivishis who was a gain shabagainim, and uh, I would say I never saw somebody write that much. There's some achreinim who wrote a lot, and um, he's one of them, the chida. I mean, they're, they're, he has a lot to say in many different areas, in Allah, and Ashkafa, and Kabbalah, and there was a famous tumult with Yaakov Emdinim, Yenis and Ivishis. The beauty of uh, Klai Yisrael is that uh, sooner or later we know who the Gedalim are. This is not a taina on Yaakov Emdin. It was a real machlik of Hashem Shemayim. History has judged, I mean history, not secular history, by Hila Gayidin that Rabbi Yaakov Emden was a Gadol and Rabbi Yannis Anavish is a Gadol, even though during the time it was uh, the biggest Machlekesim in Europe, uh, only because it was after Shat Tzvi and Rabbi Yannis Anavish was in Kabbalah and uh, there was a big, uh, talk about bending trees in the other direction against Kabbalah and so much, they took out Bruch Shemei in many communities, I think in Germany. Well, then, because they didn't even want to quote something in Vazir. Nothing to do with Vazir, just that after Shabtai Tzvi, we, we, don't, we, we have no Havana, what a disaster it was. And uh, Shabtai Tzvi with his wonderful PR man, Nathan Agaza. If you ever have a PR man, that's a great name. Nathan Agaza, you can't get better than that. And every time he did something wrong, and every time he went off the derech and he got involved in Averis, he just explained it. So, Pikabolo, we don't understand, and this is the Mashiach, and there's a. So, doing things up in history, we have a lot of uh, Minhagim from the Baal Shem Tev and the Rizal, but you have to know, uh, 
have to know where to use it and where to apply it and where to smack a charlatan or a shop that see was. Problem is, they didn't figure it out until it was too little too late and it was a disaster. So, the disaster kept going in the form of this Machlegis of Yenison. I was just in the Vyak of Emden. But that's the brief hashkafa uh, behind it. So, Yenison, I was just the Vash. Uh, has a very fascinating, uh, almost uh, also daunting insight into Kibbutz Abayim. It's a shtickle he wrote, Nagayat the Perm, which we're not that far from as well, but it transcends Perm, as we will see. Hine, page one, the bottom paragraph. Hine, the Kibbutz Abayim, Amru Chazal. Also, say three jarring things in one night. Kedushan Laman Alpha Beis. This sugya is mainly a sugya Kedushan. We will be referring back to the Gemara a lot. Kedushan Laman Alpha Beis. Ashrei mi shalochamon. Kibbutz aim is so difficult that Abaye made the statement, of course. Why would Abaye make the statement? So it's a, it wasn't, he wasn't Meshuchid. Uh, Abaye was capable of making the statement. It was a Nechama, first of all, and it was a true statement. Doesn't mean Rahman Islam, somebody should look for this. We hopefully will be there for our children at Mea Vesem. Rabbi said, Ashrei mi shalochamon, means Ashrei, halavai, Loki is the one who never saw them. That's more jarring than the first statement. <laughs> Ashrei mi shalochamon. We all daven for a long life. We daven for uh, the ability to parent our children. Chinuch goes till they're about you know, 95, you're about 119, 120. And uh, what does that statement mean? So as I said, I just will develop. It doesn't mean... I was thinking not to say this over the beginning of the sugya, maybe save it at the very end, because it doesn't mean give up. It means that keeping up aim is always difficult. It sometimes gets more difficult as parents get older. And you have to learn a great deal and keep asking shaylas. These are serious shaylas. This is not a yell of yavah shaylas. Yavah yavah gets the short end of the deal. Everybody always says not a yavah yavah. Yavah yavah is serious also. But that already, Baruch Hashem, most of the time you can look in an art scroll. And um, I get, Baruch Hashem, a lot of Kibbutz Abayim Shailas. And each one is uh, difficult and painful sometimes. But that doesn't mean you run away from it. Uh, it means you've got to learn it, and you've got to have enough Yerush to ask it, and to step up to the plate, so to speak. Well, I'm not sure if you remember the beginning of the Chukasem. Shia said sports was not Chukasem. It had all sorts of other issues, so I can use that expression. So the difficulty is in following through, even if you know the din. So Abayah just made a comment that if Rahman Aslan Nebuch, you don't have it, so it's one less thing you might be doing wrong. But there's a more positive side to this Gemara. Yep, there certainly was. Asher Bacha Yuchim Yelsim is one of the teachers of uh, Abayah. Uh, some say raised by Rabbah, some say Abayah meant like Abayah, he couldn't say his father's name, so he used Tatola. Uh, so the uh, daunting spin on this is that it's so difficult, almost in a way, Ashamish Lochamah would never ask for that, obviously. Yes, Ivish is going to have a very positive spin in it as well. For Amru, Kiyashalakaya Mitzvah's Kibbut Karoi. The Gemara makes it quite clear that don't pat yourself on the back so quickly. So if Kahana made the statement that he thought he was doing it well, and they said, yeah, you're not even the halfway mark of Asaf Arosha. We're going to talk about Asaf a lot also. I think he did this L'shem Shamayim, but he was very good at it. Part of his brilliance was that uh, he can fool anybody into doing... The, the best Raya Ladover is that he had wonderful kibbutz off and pretty lousy kibbutz aim. Everything we know about his kibbutz was only kibbutz off. He didn't, get well, he didn't get along well with his mother. He trusted his mother. He kept the big Dechamudas there in her closet, but 
We don't have any record of any Kibbutzim because he only did Kibbutzim because Yitzhak Avinu had, um, Avinu had a PhD. Papa has dough. And you've got to be nice to him because he has the brachas and that was all about dough. That was all about money, money, money. The first brachas and the tziv says is only about gashmias. So he knew he had to be nice to him because he was holding the checkbook. And the Raila Dover is afterwards when he didn't get the brachas, he sent the lifas to kill Yaakovinu and Yitzchavinu was still alive. There are two ways to learn the pas before when he says... Uh, does that mean I'm going to wait till my father does not to aggravate him? And some of them say, no, I don't care if it sends him to the grave. He didn't give me the bracha, I don't need him anymore. That's the real Asaph. So whenever you bring an example of Asaph's godless gibbet of aim, it's because Lamaisa, he did a great job. That doesn't mean he did Lashma. And he's going to talk about Alifas and sending him afterwards too. But the problem, the godless is, is that's a great example of fantastic gibbet of aim, almost flawless. The bad news is he gets a lot of schar for it. And that's not good for us, which we will discuss. The introduction he's saying over here is that the Gemara says quite clearly that even Heliga Marama Tanam did it, and they did it very well, and they didn't get to half of what Esav did. So there's always room to improve. It's very hard to get it down pat. Again, doesn't mean you should give up. It means you got to learn and chazer. And uh, I've told many Bachram before they come on Ben Azmanim. This man is not included. Just like you learn this every day, before, especially before you come home. Chazrav Hilas Kibbutz Aim, like every day, because now you're faced with it and you're going to be asked to do a lot of things and you've got to have it front and foremost. Omnam, here's the positive spin. I'll say this quick, but it's out of time and we'll, we'll get back to it on Monday. If a person wants to do a mitzvah and they're really in honest, they really want to do it, they're not fooling themselves. They really want to do it. And this can't, so the Hashem gives you the full schar. Clearly, you did it. It's gavaldic. So, who is the only person who can be makayim keep it up and flawlessly? A person who really, really wants to do it and would try the hardest but can't because they're all parents. So Asher Mishalochaman means the best of uh, making the best of the scenario, Nebuchadnezzar, or Yasaima, but if they really concentrate and learn up the lochas and would want to do it and feel so bad they can't do it, Lamaisa, they're not messing anything up, they get the full schar without any mess ups. Don't look for it, but that's the, and he's going to use this, of course. Uh, Mesh Shambh will pick up on Monday.